broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. All your days are belong to us. We'll do it live! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miscommunication. Go, Misha! So this is the first video blog. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are a nerd. Objection! Do a barrel roll! Don't hate me, bro! It's a time! It's time! Alright, guys, it is Saturday here on Phoenix I 2.5 FM. You're listening to Nerd to Know Basis, the show, the one stop shop for all your nerdy goodness and geek culture references and all that good stuff. My name is Aaron Connor, and I'm joined on the line by Mr. Bryn O'Rourke. Bryn, what's up? Not much, man. Not much. Just a very, very busy, busy week filled with wrestling. <laughs> well, uh, we, we did try to stream for, for the yeah. on Twitch, and we can't do it from the studio, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, but we, we will, we obviously, I'll stream it at some One point. day, one day, they will understand. <laughs> I don't know. It's just when you're streaming on Wi-Fi, bad idea. But there's no other way to yeah. do it at the moment. But it is what it is. Um, okay. You, you tried the pizza when you should have friends right, and you had a, bad, had a time. bad time. That's exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. Um, but you know, we have good quality here anyway. Uh, so that's the main thing. Right, big big week in wrestling. Obviously, if you yes. listen to WrestleView on Phoenix FM or on Nerds Know the feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, know my thoughts on the rumble as such but news broke today our recording mm-hmm. is on Tuesday that Dean Ambrose is going to leave WWE which is allegedly oh man no like if you, if you look at him in the rumble it's like he did not care I thought it was a homeless man shuffled well, into mean, the arena when he showed to, up Like to be fair I mean if you look at Dean Ambrose from from pretty, pretty much after he ha- remember when he was like insanely over and like the hottest thing going and then Stone Cold Steve Austin dressed him down. Yep. No, yeah. no, it wasn't even like it was. It was even like a year or so before that. It was like around the time when um, it was around the time when like uh, Rollins first turned heel, and he, um, you know, he just became a mega over babyface, and they did the whole Hell in the Cell match around that kind of time, and like he was a hot thing going, and like you could see that he was he gave a crap then, but then. They put the they put the wet blanket over him in the form of a Bray Wyatt hologram, and then from then, seemed to care less and less and less. And I think the Brock Lesnar match was like the the thing that really just broke his spirits because he just didn't didn't seem to care then, you know. Uh, after that point, um, it doesn't surprise me. Like, but I, I, you know, I mean, from I still say allegedly just because. Well, look, it's all but confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> so man, look, like, I, I heard about it on the dirt stair, like this morning. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it on Reddit, so I was just like, I'm not taking this super seriously right now. Yeah, yeah, like, like, and that, that, was mean, from, that, that was from the sheets, but then Rest of You reported yeah. it, and I'm like, if it's on Rest of You, there is it's a fair... Yeah, yeah I mean, like, Adam doesn't just run stuff... That's conjecture. Like it's pretty yeah. much true. Like it's pretty much confirmed. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's pretty much like the, like it's it, it's a really strong rumor, and it's I mean, as well as that, like when we're seeing, you know, I mean, like people granted they're kind of conflating, but you know there are people going well, like he doesn't seem like he's done. He doesn't seem like he's done wrestling for WWE. He just seems like he's done wrestling. You know, yeah, well, what I heard, like, what I heard was um, the reason why he wants to leave is because he hates what his character's been doing. He, he's a very, he's not really a goofy guy as such. Like yeah. and he having some really some goofy things, so he's just kind of fed up. But here's the thing, like, um, that's what is it, right? The man is probably a millionaire. Yep, married to Renee Young. Yeah, what else do you want? You know, it's like what else have you left to do? It's like okay, WWE, I'm gonna go. An ahead. entertaining body of work, I would imagine. I mean, like this is like yeah, but I mean, like at, at some point, this at is, some point, you don't need it. Like he could go off yeah. now. You go off to Impact, and he could you know be the champion, or go to AEW and have a run. It's yeah. I mean, he could do literally anything he wanted at this point. I mean, he's not um like I mean I'm even uh he's always been one of those guys as well who's like. You know, who's like even before he joined WWE, he was always like, "Wrestling's supposed to be fun. 
Mm. you know it's supposed to be a really fun experience and like you know whatever we have to draw on to make a show fun we do it and like you know a crowd wants him to you know fall through a plate of glass he'll fall through a plate of glass if he yeah. just has to you know so like that's always been his kind of attitude is that supposed to be fun but i don't like i don't think he's having fun doing the doing the stuff that he's doing because they're like oh well you're nutty it's like that's like that's not really what he's supposed to be though like he's supposed to be you know i think he because he, he just really want like he does he's always seemed to want to be like an unhinged and uh, like he wanted to be like because he's you know he, he's an awkward kind of size and body shape so he didn't really want to be like I'm a menacing tough guy. He wanted to be, I'm menacing because you really don't know what I'm going to do next yeah. kind of thing. Like, and I, I, I think that's, that's the problem as well. Like they, WWE mm. don't really know what they're doing. And look, I, I paid for the network, you know, boo me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? At him, ladies and gentlemen, at him. <laughs> I just, I really couldn't be arsed like looking yeah. for a stream or, you know, give him a computer aids in order to run it. And yeah. all this hey, look, it's not like I was saying to you, you use LimeWire. You know? <laughs> so. But I was like, look, I'll just pay for it. Cause it's, it's, the, it's yeah. the rumble, you know, why not? And the women's rumble was great. And I, Oh, the overall, yeah. it was, oh, overall, yeah, overall it was a, a decent, decent pay-per-view, but man, yeah. the, the men's Royal Rumble just showed you how boring that product actually is. Yeah. It's like, I think, um, like as I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like the best way to phrase this because I know how loaded it sounds. But like, do you know like there was that thing that a uh, Road Warrior Animal came out with recently where he was going, where he was talking about Becky Lynch and the women's division, and he's going like, if the women are outperforming the men, there's a problem there. And I think he really meant it in a very sexist kind of a way. Yeah. But I do think I do think there is a problem when. I think I think especially when you're trying to present it as if like both genders are as valued to the company as the other, it's really bad when one gender comes across as so monumentally more interesting than well, the see, other. And it's just, see, this is the thing that happened. You know, we don't want to get too into the wrestling thing, but sure. you know, it, it is kind of the thing. This is what happened with TNA, where like mm. the main card was so unwatchable. And it was down to like the women and the the cast offs and the X division to carry the brand. Yeah, yeah basically, like, this is supposed to be something totally different, and it's just like, oh, you know, this is this is awful, you know. Mm. I feel yeah, it's it's so strange, and like, you know, I mean, like, I think one of the things that like really kind of encapsulates like a big problem with. Uh, uh, something that really encapsulates a big problem with uh, the the men's product more so than like the stuff the women are doing because I think the women are doing, I think the women are putting on the like literally the best show possible, you know. And, and look, it's I not all, that, it's not all going to be hits with the women just by the nature yeah. of it. Like that, there's certain things that the men do that the women just simply aren't allowed to. Do. Oh yeah, and so, like, but it's you know. it's also like I mean, there's certain things that like, but it seems like the if you want really really good character driven. Like, uh, if you want character-driven wrestling, and if you want motivations that make sense, you watch the women's stuff. Yeah, like look, 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 at, Be- look at Becky and Ronda. Like, it's like, well, wow. <laughs> this is look great. At Becky, look at what happened when Becky got it into the look from when Becky joined the Rumble, mm. and look at how the inter like look how many different people she had interplay with throughout the whole thing. You cannot see that kind of behavior from like there's just isn't that kind of when you get to the the last like the last six men there's nowhere near that level of intensity that was the thing dude like seriously when that rumble died uh until jeff hardy came out and then even with the last what the last four or something like that it was like well this is stupid you know (laughs) it's like this is awful it doesn't feel like much of anything and no, like it didn't have that uh, pop that yeah. that the rumble supposed to have what's even more frustrating is like um the there was the uh, the title match between Brian and uh, AJ oh god which stopped the pain yeah but like the, the thing that's like frustrating is i see both guys putting in solid work 
both in terms of the pro the, the promos they're doing in terms of the stuff they're doing in the ring you know everything mm. and i'm like why am i not interested in this why is this not interesting when everything on a critical like when you're kind of like analyzing it to go what's wrong and you're like nothing's wrong so why is this wrong <laughs> you know it was the most boring like, most boring main event yeah. match i've ever seen in my life um in my life yeah. and i and, and i watch cena <laughs> and, bobo, and bobo go against each other yeah. i'd you take know? any i take that over literally any mabel main event thanks Fair, um, fair. It's like, just you know, like off the top of my head, any great Cali main event, I'll take that match. Thanks. Yeah, but you know, it should have been so much more. You know. Oh yeah, totally. Like, it, and like, I, I, it's just so like I think this is the this has been one of the big problems with the the men's stories, though, is that like there's just something like fundamentally wrong with them. Yeah, and it's I can't place what's wrong, but it's present at every time at every turn well like, people are just doing stuff for no reason you can't very much get yeah. you know you can't really get into it and that's what you're saying yeah. i think it's also the fact that like i mean brian won the title pre uh, survivor series and his only challenger pretty much has been aj and i yeah. i think that's a big portion of it too so it's just like like look the two of them are like two of them are legitimately two of the best in the world but if you put them out there again, and what do you expect to see? It's just, I mean, like, you know, like, it's hard to see the two of them have, like, a rivalry on the scale of, like, you know, you want to, like, if you want to talk about, like, some of the top rivalries from the late 2000s, like, how many times, how many matches did you legitimately see between... Uh, between Rock and Triple H, back to back, month to, month by month, maybe two or three times, and then that would be it. And even then, it would probably there would probably be multi man main events or whatever that would flesh it out a bit too, you know. But it just it would eventually end. It just feels like feuds just kind of fizzle out and fizzle in, and don't really like. Doesn't seem like anything really with the guys anyway. It doesn't seem like anything really happens for any legitimate reason. It's even like I don't feel like Finn getting like it feels like it feels so strange that Finn only got his rematch for the Universal Title. What like a year and a half after after having to relinquish it? Uh-huh. It's a bit ridiculous, you know. But here we are in a situation where it's like there there should be more of a story to this, but. They there just doesn't seem to be that like, and it's no surprise to me that the girls are outperforming them because the girls are fighting for a WrestleMania main event, and the guys just have it. You know, you know, and the girls like, deserve it. Like I like I would much rather watch. Yep. You know anything that the women are doing yeah. on a main event That's scale than what the men are doing because you know while the Finn uh, Brock Lesnar match was very very good, yeah, it was also pointless because it didn't lead to anything. Yep. It's like this is like, silly. You know, yeah. it's it. You know, wrestling is not hard. It really isn't. You know, from well, obviously mm-hmm. in the ring it is. But I mean, t- from a storytelling perspective, from the people who just have to write it, they just have to put an effort, yeah. and they're not. There's so many people who are just on the main roster in WWE who are just either floating or giving nothing to do, yeah. and it's a shame. You know, although I would have to say on Raw, uh, with my baby tonight was sung and the world mm-hmm. uh, erupted in rhapsodious joy. Um, because it was great, so you know that was that was the big thing that I thought we were robbed from from, from the rumble this year was you know with my baby tonight. So thanks yeah. to me for making that happen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, we will we will park our wrestling chat there, I think, and kind of sure. move on to to other issues um, from from the the world of nerd and pop culture, guys. If you want to check out the rest of the wrestling show, you can go over and go to Nerd to Know Media on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes everything else or to search in there to know media.com and you'll be able to find the rest of your show there as well. Brain will probably break down uh, the Royal Rumble at a future date and in a bit more detail. Yeah, um, probably. I mean, uh, I might, um, I might dust off a show or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, you know, that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah. Getting into yeah. Rumble, particularly this period, you know, Raw Rumble to WrestleMania is in wrestling, even WWE is most tolerable. So, you know, yeah. if, if we were going to do a, a wrestling focus show, I think now would be a good time to do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. And uh, we'll park it there for the time being. But the reason uh, there's a lot going on as well outside of wrestling, you know, it is just a busy season, Oscar season, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of hype towards the new Marvel movies that are, co- excuse me, that are coming out. Um, some good cinema releases, some bad cinema releases, and some video game controversy as well. So uh, yeah. I think the first place to start um, is... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody got, yeah. uh, like it was up, it was supposed to be, non- it was apparently supposed to be nominated for an LGBT movie award or like nominated for it. And then the Brian Singer stuff came out and mm. then the nomination, the alleged nomination was then pulled. And it's That's like, a bit harsh. it's a bit harsh. Well, like, I mean, you know, like it's great. Brian Singer, like it's a, here's how my take on it. Right. Like, so Brian well. Singer, he did like pre-production and I think even some of the initial uh, principal photography on the film, but he didn't really, uh, but they had to bring in a new director yeah. during production to actually finish the film. So because Brian Singer did horrible things, basically uh, the... He did, uh, they, he did objectively they, horrible things. Yeah, but because yeah. he did horrible things, the visual artist who, uh, who uh, redesigned a stadium that no longer exists, no award for them, no recognition for them. The actors who put in outstanding, in my opinion, outstanding performances, no award for them. The people who worked on the score, no recognition for them. The, you know, like director of photography, no recognition. And so on and so forth. Because one person did horrible things. No one else who worked in that film can get uh, the recognition that, in my opinion, they deserve. And I, like, I think that's wrong, especially when, like, like look, it is, for, it is for an LGBT thing. And I understand that, like, Brian Singer's supposed to be someone who is in that crowd, but obviously did horrible things but it's just not like to me this is something that it just shouldn't i don't think i think if you do if you do quality work if you do quality work on something and just because you worked someone who did crappy things you should still probably get some kind of recognition for it you know, but look the way it's, the way it is it's like man you know roman polanski for example yep you know has done some horrible things but still won an oscar so it's like, you know, yeah, I, 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 the, the horrible me, I, things he did came came out after the fact. Yeah, um, but for me, that that's a bigger, that's a bigger kind of thing. Or Woody Allen, for example, who has done some, you know, also yeah. kind of questionable things. I like, I mean, you know, Kevin are, Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yeah. But the thing about it is, you know, yeah, I would say right, but Human Rhapsody wins Best Director. Ooh, maybe a bad call. You know, as far no, as like, with that. it's but, for a specific like cultural award, exactly. But what you know, like, this, and, be, and only being nominated, we're not talking about winning. Yeah, but you know, nominated. that's what I mean. If it was, it will, if it was praised towards the director, then it can yeah. be like, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. But if it's, Fully. you know, if it's something about the movie itself and all that kind of stuff, there is a different, there is a different thing going on there. You know, yeah, totally. Uh, so um, th- that's what, that's the line that I would draw. You know, when it's called totally, yeah. in, that, in that perspective. Um, like, I, th- I think it's just such an interesting, like, I think it's an interesting, it, it's just not one of those kind of like interesting examples where people are making, are, are kind of making like the right decision, but in bad faith. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like, I think it's, the only, it's probably the best way to, to, to say it. Like, um, it's kind of like, um, and it's, it's like a similar kind of vein to the, uh, the James Gunn situation, even though I disagree with it, I understand that they're going, well, this could damage our brand. That's, it's like, that's a bad faith dismissal. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah like, James Gunn, like, James Gunn jokes from a couple of years ago. A bit, yeah. A bit and apologize for them. Also yeah. apologize for them. And then yeah. years after the apology got fired. Yeah. For like the, the jokes he made 10 yeah, years there, ago. There is a, there is a, he already apologized for, you know, like, the, I, the layers to unravel there are, quite interesting like i saw this great sketch actually on youtube where uh, someone was like the analogy they used was like imagine someone um imagine someone was like okay well you know you're a really accomplished um uh, a really accomplished uh, graphic designer you know like 
you're highly sought after. Uh, we know that you're highly sought after from for other uh, graphic design firms, but because you've made offensive jokes ten years ago that you apologized for four years ago, we're letting you go. Yeah. Like you'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's ridiculous, you know. Yeah. Like, but there is actions. Actions do speak louder than words, and in in today's in today's world, in yeah. today's world, it is kind of very easy for you know what to hit the fan, you know. But okay, so you're catching us on the podcast, and you want to find out well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, the TuneIn app has you covered. That's TuneIn. Just look for Phoenix 92.5 FM and you'll be able to check us out live. Don't forget, if you want to contribute to the conversation, go over to Twitter. nerd 2 no 92.5 is our Twitter. That's Nerd2, the number 2. No 92.5 is our Twitter for the show. If you want to chime in, you can. Every Saturday, 5pm to 6pm here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Don't forget to check out Nerd to Know Bases here on Phoenix 92.5 FM with myself, Daryl O'Connor, and Bryn O'Rourke for everything nerd culture, video games, comics, and so much more. That's Nerd to Know Bases, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. every Saturday here on 92.5 Phoenix FM. And now it begins. Um, this is kind of a pilot for what we're looking to do. I mentioned on the podcast last week that we're going to be kind of looking at new things um, to kind of throw around on the new website, wbidesk.com. So I drafted in Connor Fleming, a cameraman, tech Hello, wizard. You, you know, you've heard him on the show before. And Chris O'Brien. Once. Hello. Once a while, twice actually, because you're on the whole commentary track as well. You're audible on the commentary track. Ah, oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we're going to try to do is kind of um, break out new video content and actually make it a little bit more visual going forward. So if this works and if you guys like the show, let us know and um, we'll keep doing it. If not, then whatever. So uh, guys, this week on the show, uh, we're going to kind of keep it a little bit short. We're going to focus mainly on video games, wrestling video games. Yes, video games. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're big wrestling, wrestling marks of video game. You know, they go together. Fans. Yeah, they do. I like uh, hand like a glove. And I mentioned on the show, Chris, that yourself, myself, had a very interesting match on uh, WWE Raw Two. Yeah, good on the Xbox. Yeah, that was good. So we're going to intersplice this with kind of like some video game footage as well, and also give a review, basically uh, a little bit more in depth of what we did on the show. We actually played a bunch of them today um, in preparation for this segment, and it's not good. There is a lot of crap out there, like a lot yeah, of crap. crap. No, it is. It's it's absolute bizarre. Like because we tend to think. Um, obviously, it's been a long time since the PS1, it's been a long time since the Xbox, but you can't actually really understand it until you actually go and play it again, because I remember Backstage Assault um, from being a kid, and it was bad then, it's worse now. It's worse now. It's that was the first time I ever played it, and it was yeah, pretty shocking. Bullies with Corey McChrystal, and we reviewed a bunch of the WCW games, you know, like we have uh, Thunder, and there's the WCW Mayhem cover. Alright, so, basically... The story of Backstage Assault, and we're going to start there first, because that's the first game we played. But what happened was, alright, Mayhem, this game came out a couple of years beforehand, alright? And this that was actually better, though, from what I remember. This was a good game. Same company, uh, EA, were making it and that kind of stuff. But what happened was, basically, they gutted Mayhem. And only put the backstage stuff in, because basically WCW was going out of business at the time. So, instead of having a full gaming experience, you guys saw what we, what we, what we experienced. Good. It wasn't good, Really bad. Wheels um, are turnbuckles. That's all that needs to be said. Yes. We'll, well, to be fair, we only... Aerial only... opportunity. <laughs> right, first impressions, I think that's fair. Now, to be fair, guys, we did only play one uh, one match. That was all that was needed. The match yeah, never so... ended. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was a match. match. <laughs> enough, yeah. After fif- 15 minutes. Yeah, it was uh, really a, a good five finishers each, maybe. Yeah. Basically, just a lazy attempt and a quick uh, cash grab. That's all this was. You know, like... Let's put this into context. Smackdown was out around this time. WWE Smackdown. Yeah. Oh, great game. It was that actually looked like Ass 2, but it was a great game. Oh, yeah. Of course it looked like Ass. It was a PlayStation 1 graphics. Yes. You know, and... Um, but this doesn't even play like a bad wrestling game. It plays like a bad game. Mm. There's no... no real... there, there are bad games that are better than this. 
Yeah, but like to be fair, Mayhem was good, and he had all that kind of stuff in there. But Backstage Assault, like it's it's a broken game, and I think that's character choice. Character choice, okay. Most of them you couldn't even be. Yeah, you could. You can't pick most off the bat. Uh, the ones that are there don't look like the person they're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have David Flair, which is just bizarre, and he has a title as well. And then, of course, the match itself as well. The matches, there's no ebb and flow to it. The controls are terrible. Like, you guys couldn't even figure it out. I wasn't playing this. I played this game. I figured out how to taunt. But, final verdict? Can I get a, a grading off it? Out of 10? No. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one? Uh, not applicable. Right. I, I would say do a Bret Hart and give it a 4 out of 10, but that's way, way that's too way generous. Way too high, man. That's way, way too, too generous. Mayhem got a 4 out of 10. That game was broken in every way and the thing about it is it got a full release and you know I actually have it there as you see with it's original cover so I must have bought it legit at the next game we have here is Showdown Legends of Wrestling alright I actually like it yeah I like it I would play that okay well we had a much better experience with this one we had a, a triple threat match and you guys had a fade of horror match as well um, like it's why it's, do we like it I don't know no, it's just I don't it's fun. nostalgia I think I don't know like it's not particularly good like it doesn't really some parts with a lot of glitches and stuff. <laughs> but like, As yeah, we but say, it's a bit of crack. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah like, it's fun. You know, you guys can pick from a huge roster. The roster is amazing. Yeah, you, I think a it's huge the roster. best roster in video games. Yeah, it's really it, it is one of the best rosters because it goes from Andy Kaufman to Sting. But like, what I will say about this is, you know, we played this on the Xbox. I played through my Xbox 360. And um, it looks okay. Like, it's blocky for it. But that's for the time. It's not I think it holds up well. Game. It holds up well, I think. But, uh, Again, the glitchiness is really bad in this game. Like mm. the controls, it's kind of worse than modern wrestling games. They're still pretty damn glitchy. This is better than WWE 14. Yeah. The good five on the roster alone. Yeah, no, the roster is great. Like it really is. And the cool thing about it as well, you, you can unlock more things as you go on. And there's also uh, Bret Hart walks you through the tutorials to teach you how to play in the single player. That's pretty cool. Which is pretty good, you That's know. Pretty cool. Although, to be fair, the uh, the music. <coughs> It's terrible. The entrances are really bad. They're not that bad. Not you can talk during the middle. No. Um, what would you guys give um, Showdown Legends of Wrestling? Because, you know, to be fair, this one is the first one and this is basically an unplayable game. I did not like this one at all. It's uh, I, can't, I, I did have the first one for the GameCube. Yeah, it's just... It's, I it's, think it was okay. Yeah, but it was okay, but it was unplayable in a lot of ways it was very it was a basically war zone again just from a different perspective what would you guys give showdown and you know if you guys are, do want to play these games you can get them all very very cheap on amazon i'm still waiting for the second one which is why we're not talking about it i got them all for about 10 euros including pmp so it was very very cheap um i would recommend showdown of all those games because it is actually the best one um, it's worth a play yeah i, I give it six out of ten yeah, yeah, strong. Yeah, it's, it's a good six mm, it definitely is like um, a game that have you guys had a chance to play this yet? I have no. not. They all look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, all right. Well, look. This is uh, you can, like throw them. The SmackDown All Stars um, for the Xbox 360. I picked this up three weeks ago because I was disgusted by how this game looks. I think it's absolutely rancid and repulsive, but it's a fun game. It actually is a fun game. Look it, at the cover. It's I got, know it's got Hogan versus Cena and Ultimate Warrior versus Randy Orton. It's that will tell you all you need to know. No, it is ridiculous. TNA Impact. But the thing about this is, it looks really good. Now I have to say, TNA Impact looks like a really, really good game. It's it's very, very. Uh, the graphics are great. It's the roster's pretty good. It's aesthetically pleasing. Um, it looks like Impact, and of course the sounds as well. They're all taken from real Impact shows, and it's it's all there. You know, I thought it was fun for like the first five minutes, and then you just end up doing the same moves over and over and over again because they only programmed like forty in it. Yeah, everybody. So everybody if you're AJ Styles, all you're doing is your backflip, reverse DDT. That's the only move you're doing. Everybody has the same moves. That's it. Yeah. From Sting to AJ to uh, really Bubba Ray. It, it's very shit. It is absolutely atrocious. You know, it's okay, but like, I would give this a solid 4 out of 10. For presentation, for sounds, uh, for music, everything until it gets into the ring. It's like the Sting versus Undertaker match. It would be amazing until it got into the ring, then it would fall apart. Okay, my favourites. Um, I'm partial to Raw 2. I really like that game. Uh, but my favourite, of course... Here comes the pain. Yeah. It's a real question. But I want to thank uh, my two co-host guests. Uh, thank you for having us. We have a brand new website, the Wrestle View International Desk for the podcast. Three years of shows, guys. Um, basically, all for free. So you can go there and listen to this week's show. We release a whole new one. It's basically uh, 
four shows a week at least. That's very, very cool. If uh, if people like this and there's a good response to it, we'll do more of them, Connor. Explain yes, a little bit absolutely. what we're talking about. If you like the videos, we can do more. Yeah, pretty and, much. <laughs> and basically, subscribe. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. We can change stuff. We can make it better. You let us know. Yeah, but no, seriously. Uh, subscribe below. Leave your comments below. And if you like it, we'll do more. That's basically. from the Blanchistan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. Okay guys, for this video game review, we're going to look at the Hatman Shadow Ward on Steam. Help me. Where are you? Virginia. Virginia? This is a survival horror game and it's been touted as one of the scariest games of 2014. It's very, very, very good. Right now you can get it for 19 cents on Steam, but regular price is 4.99. This game is published by Moonshot Interactive and developed by Game Mechanics. It was released last year. The Hatman tells the real life story of the events that took place at Canton State Insane Asylum 50 years ago, as reported by those who survive. The story of the Hatman Shadow Ward is based from the accounts, newspaper clippings and internet sources. Every time you play it, there is a different self-generating environment based on the game's algorithms. Alright, so let's have a look at this and get into the Hatman Shadow Ward. Um, all the electricity is cut and um, basically you're wandering around in darkness for the majority of this game. There's no real, real idea of what you're supposed to do. You have to kind of discover it um, as you're going through it true picking up uh, diary pieces and looking up any kind of newspaper clippings and everything like that as well all the while trying to survive being stalked by this mysterious figure who's known as the hat man and uh, this game excels um, in a lot of different ways it's not just um, you know your your jump scare kind of thing in fact i'll get to that in a moment but the atmosphere that this game creates is quite interesting it's it's a lot like um Amnesia the Darkness Descent or um, Dreadout. Dreadout I think is a little bit better of a game but I think once you see uh, the Hatman the game kind of falls apart you know um, all the way through you're kind of just left with uh, this this over sense of dread and the ambient atmosphere through the music and through the game's visuals are really really good the engine itself it's, it's very very sparse um, there's really not it's, it's not the most graphically impressive game in the world, but there are moments a lot like this where the game developers uh, kind of throw in a really unique way to make less seem more, you know, uh, kind of playing with the Uncanny Valley and the difference between is this real, is this not real? Uh, I, I really, really enjoy that as well. Uh, you kind of get the same feeling playing this game as you would with, uh, you know, Alien Isolation. There is a lot. There's a huge sense of you're on your own here, and anything can really happen. You know, I think it's it's something that you're expecting a lot more, and what isn't happening on the screen is actually yeah, it ties in very nicely with what what actually is. Um, I play this one with headphones on, guys, because it's a game where you really need to experience uh, to its its full degree. Uh, to, to get the most out of it. The, the plot itself, you know, there isn't really that much one. You kind of just kind of go as you're forward. Any flaws that I found with this, uh, it, it is, the, you know, the, the limits of what they're trying to do here. It's an indie game, you know, as I said, I got it for, you know, 19 cents. Uh, it's 4 99 normal price. But, like, when you're playing this one, give it a little bit of leeway because uh, anything that kind of sticks out is kind of weird or ugly looking I think it's you know the blood looks terrible um, they reuse a lot of environments um, but that's you know that's to be expected overall though I think the, the this game excels with the sound and just the general pieces you know as you can see here um, 
this is how you figure out what's going on very much like dark souls you have to kind of collect these pieces and the more pieces you collect uh the higher chance of hatman appearing and stealing your soul which is uh, <laughs> also kind of like slender but uh it it's it's it doesn't feel derivative it doesn't feel anything like slender da pages or anything like that it just kind of has a that similar mechanic uh again you know if you don't like horror games give this one a miss but if you do it's definitely worth your time and i love this game so pick it up right now it's on steam okay guys that's gonna do it for this video game review here on my channel uh, and on wvidesk.com i want to make a regular thing out of this so if there's any games you want done let me know in the comments below rate subscribe Tell me what you liked about the video, what you didn't like. So until then, guys, go over and check out the podcast and the website over on WVIDS.com. I'll talk to you later. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. Oh, yeah. uh, look, on some good news, right? Anyone who has a PlayStation 4 at the moment, um, yeah. there is a new Humble Bundle out, man. Ooh, what's so, the Humble Bundle this time? The Humble then? Bundle is a, the Indie PlayStation 2019 bundle. So it actually has some pretty sweet games. So, you know, the, the $1 tier is Grim Fandango, Inner Space, and The Bard's Tale. And then for about €10, Euros, you can get Layers of Fear and The Talos Principle. And then for 50 oh, bucks, you can get Shadow Warrior 2 and Killing Floor 2. So, you know what? That's a pretty good bundle. Now, you do need a PSN account. Um, yeah. So sometimes it can have problems, uh, you know, particularly over here. However, the way around that is you just create a US account and then use the codes that way and you can just play them. So that's what I'd recommend. Um, mm. That's what I do uh, to get around it. But uh, it's, you know, Humble Bundle, it's, it's, you just go to HumbleBundle.com and you can find new bundles. So that's what I'll be getting when I get home. Layers of Fear is a fantastic mm. horror game. Man. I don't know if you've played it or not, but it's one that... No, I haven't. Oh, dude, it's so good. So good. Uh, very, very underrated. The Talos Principle is a puzzle game. I've been meaning to buy for about two or three years now. So uh, I'm happy. I'm a happy man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what else? The next thing. I, um, oh, I got to actually speaking of games. Go. I, uh, the first time in forever, got to play Animusha. And, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that game so much. That's, that's coming. So, that's it's, coming. it's on everything. Yeah, that's coming through a new renaissance now at the moment, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that game is just so great. Like, it's, um, you know, like, it's just one of, the, it's one of the first games I ever played where I really enjoyed, where I really, really dug the sound design in it mm. because, like, the, the kind of gory sound effects were just great. And it's just so nice to kind of relive it, but in, like, better graphical details. It's unreal. Which one so are you playing? You're playing Warlords, right? Yeah, Warlords. The, yeah. It's, in my opinion, it's the best one in the series. Yeah, um, I, that that is uh, you know that, that 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 whole series was a hidden gem for years. Yeah. And my friend uh, mentioned it to me there a couple of weeks ago, and she was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you know, it was the first game I ever actually properly played." And I'm like, yeah. "Really?" And I'm going, "I never heard it before." And she goes, "No, it's really, really good." And yeah, now it's, it's one of the first games I ever played on PS2. I know it's yeah, like I know it's uh, it's it's pretty much everywhere. But the re-release only came out a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it on the PS4? Yeah, it came out pretty much at the beginning of the new year. How much um, is it? It's like twenty quid. Really? And, oh man, it's it's so worth it. So worth it. Like it's on um, it's on um, it's on Steam, the Switch, um, and uh, PlayStation, and I imagine it's on Xbox too. I don't have an Xbox, but I'd imagine it is. If anyone has one, the four people who have one. Um, <laughs> who were f- yeah it is on the Xbox uh, the people who were yeah. fooled into getting one so apparently it's been <laughs> they on they just a- wanted a home entertainment system Dara <laughs> they just wanted the home entertainment system I, I love that uh, super cool where it's like and movies and movies and movies and movies and it's like <laughs> what about the games <laughs> you know what's going on here <laughs> uh, yeah no it, it, that, that whole thing is, is a meme on, on and of itself actually speaking of which mm. have you seen the, the fire festival uh, meme, um, memes around based on the the, docu- the Netflix documentary. Well, you know the fire festival is like an actual thing. Oh yeah, right? of course, of course, yeah. yeah. So, so like, the, yeah. the internet historian uh, told me about that, so I, I'm well, <laughs> I'm well aware, I'm well aware of the story. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah. The apparently there's one that Hulu did as well. That's also really, really good. Right, I haven't um, seen that. Yeah, because like the one that was done for Netflix was, uh, you know the. There was the the social media people that they worked that like fire worked with yeah. to get the models and did the they like they actually came up with the whole 
orange box thing. They financed the Netflix documentary, which right. is why they didn't mention anything about the work they did. So Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, so yeah. there's a whole other side of it then on Hulu. There's a whole yeah, there's a whole other side that uh, Hulu did. So obviously over here we don't have Hulu. So if you don't live outside the America outside America or Canada, I guess you'll just have to do without seeing it legally <laughs> yeah ways we don't condone but there are other ways around it yeah. you know as well, we're not going to get into obviously. you know you know you know you're smart people that's why you listen to our show for some exactly. reason exactly. i mean <laughs> hey it is what it is but uh i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna check that out because that's something that i was not aware yeah. of uh i will yeah. i will plug the internet historian though because his channel's yeah. fantastic um if, if you haven't mm. seen this stuff he did a whole series on the fire mm. festival obviously but he did the yeah. a, a dramatic retelling of my immortal which is the most infamous unreal talked about there was um, actually the um one thing i was going to bring up as well about fire festival because we're just talking about it yeah um so do you remember there was that uh caterer woman yeah. who uh, lost like 50 grand of her own savings that was horrible yeah, yeah. did you oh. hear that she had that she had an indiegogo and they got like she basically made back um from like all the money that she lost of her own personal savings from all the money she lost back. Yeah. I think she basically like she was able to recoup about a hundred grand, which is what she needed for her own business, not her oh, well. savings. And oh, she was well. like, if I get, if she was like, if I got an extra 50 grand, I'd be a very, very happy woman right now. And it's like, well, yeah, of course. Cause then you'd have your savings back. Like, but I mean, that's a hell of a recovery and it's so nice. But I think, I think that documentary did more like so much help to yeah. get uh, help with that because like, you know, it's just so strange to go, like, hear her basically say, like, it's so strange to go from Jabril going, no one got hurt. Then, like, what, two minutes later, there's an interview with her going, this hurt me so deeply. And you're like, wow, Jabril, you're, like, even even if, like, ignoring the fact that, like, uh, that you're going, it's not fraud, it's just... Fraud. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fraud, it's just false advertising. Yeah, that's yeah. fraud, mate. That's yeah. fraud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but switching gears, there's a new uh, Power Ranger game coming out. Uh, I'm really excited about it. It's called uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. And it's coming out oh, really? in April. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, nice. Yeah, man, it looks really, really good. Uh, what's it? Jason, Jason David Frank, who played, mm-hmm. uh, J- played Tommy, is yeah. going to be... You know, uh, he's heavily involved with the game, and this is a tie-in to the the Battle for the Grid, Shattered Grid story arc with the comics. Oh, cool! So Sweet. it, it it's, yeah, it, it seems to really kind of push that. I did it. What the, the the expanded universe around Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is actually better than the, the actual. Also, it's like the Star Wars expanded universe. Yeah, it, it's it's exactly, it's becoming like the, Star Wars. The comics for DC Comics. Yeah. Exactly, that's what it's becoming. Yeah. There's also news that Jay and Silent Bob reboot is coming, which is... Oh, God. Yeah, we, nobody let wants it that. die. Like, yeah. I mean, like, like I, have a, I have nothing but goodwill towards Kevin Smith and, uh, and um, I want Jason Mewes. But, like, man, it was funny. It was funny 20 years ago. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> Like, yeah. just, just let it die. <laughs> it's yeah. It's just it's it, you know everything has its sell by day, and it's just one that that goes beyond there. And now it's just not something that people want. It's just beyond the pale now at this yeah. point. Be like they're yeah. going, we're going to do Clerks three, and you'd be like, yeah, no one wants that. Why, no one even wanted Clerks two, guys. Come no. on. No. Like, well, I want. To, I want the Clerks two. But yeah, wasn't. but like Clerks one, and I, and I'd also say the highly underrated animated series are enough. Um, very few people in the animated series, though. Yeah, the animated series is great, though. It's uh, like, yeah, no, I really, I really like that. Like the thing now as well. Uh, so, uh, I, I'm way, I, I'm. A couple of years ago, I would have, I would have jumped at this, but everything that Kevin Smith has put out recently is pretty much garbage. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, Kevin, like, like, when was the last time Kevin Smith made a good film? Clerks too. Yeah. yeah. Red Red State, I'm, maybe. I'm Red State, maybe, but that was. That was Tosh at the end of it as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, yeah. like I'm kind of excited to see Glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Glass looks like it'll be at least fun. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I've, I'm probably going to see that now before next week. So we'll do an in-depth review of that. But that seems to be doing this movie at the moment. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to see, seeing or checking out? 
Um, oh, I'm not. I don't really have anything on the. Um, I don't have anything really on the pipeline that I'm looking forward to because I'm just trying to get at the moment. I'm just trying to get back through backlogs. Like uh, I deliberately held off um, watching. Um, I deliberately uh, held off watching um, Wrestle Kingdom for a while, so I've got that to watch uh, soon enough, and I can't wait because that's going to be fun. Um, I, apart from that, I've just been kind of working through uh, some. Uh, backlogs. I'm trying to trying to finally get into reading the um, uh, more of the Expanse books because they're great. Um, season I think on Amazon Prime, they're all three seasons are available now. Awesome. Um, which is like uh, like a the Expanse is like one of, one of my favorite shows going right now. That and Young Justice, which is so great. <laughs> Young Justice is so great. I can't get over. It. It's like it's never it's never left. Um, I don't know if you've been watch- if you've been watching it or not, but oh, it's been it's been so so great. And they just it's keep a, it's a, episodes. It's on my list, so I'll, I'll probably yeah. watch it now in the next day or two. But, but yeah. just uh, most of our news comes from Geek Ireland. So thank you, yeah. Geek Ireland. There is a news here that's on the liberal.ie at the moment that is affecting Netflix users. Well, Netflix users, mm-hmm. a new scam doing around in Ireland. So basically, internet monitored authorities have warned that Netflix users have been targeted again. This is a, basically a phishing email. Uh, the scam takes form of an email saying something along the lines of your account has been temporarily suspended. Click here to update your payment details and then it takes you to a phishing email link. So guys, again, That's, don't yeah. click links. <laughs> yeah. Do not click also, links. Also, also, with Netflix, if anyone, I don't, I don't know, have you ever had a situation where your account, where there was an issue with your account with Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what you get? You get warnings. Yep. You don't get a sudden like you're suspended now. No. Also, if that if you ever do get something like that and you're concerned, the first thing you do isn't click the link. The first thing you do is you open up the freaking application and see if things run. And if they do run, guess what? It wasn't suspended. Yeah. And like, apply that rule to just about everything. Here's the thing. Like, if, if the application doesn't run, there's a problem. If there's, yeah. it will give then you, you get onto support. And yeah, then, it'll, it'll give you a notification saying, "Hey, has been suspended or whatever uh, payment hasn't gone through or blah blah blah." And then you know you just address that and it's fine. Places yeah. so banks, IRS, yeah. revenue, uh, these places don't email you directly ever, mm. ever, ever, ever unless you email yeah. them first, and even then it's such and go. So yeah. if but someone says, like, I mean, if someone says, click like, a link. Don't click the link. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like okay, uh, recently, I had um, I got a mail from uh, Audible, um, and they were like, "Oh, there's an issue with uh, with payment. Set up payment when you get a chance." Mm. That's what it said because that's what a trustworthy thing does. It says like, you know, it's on the onus is on you to res- resume payment with us. It's not for us to provide a link and make it convenient for you. Yeah, like. You know, if if you ever get an email like that, guys, you know, you usually yeah. get it in industry, but there seems to be something targeted to specific mm. Irish well, there's, customers. There's 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 phishing emails and there's phishing emails. You know, like there's yeah. there's ones that are more likely going to work in a professional environment, but then there's other ones that are definitely more likely to work with um uh, that are more likely to work in a uh, personal environment, like stuff, stuff like your Netflix account, your uh, Audible account, Sky, anything like that. Yeah. You know, and, they, you, know, you could uh, see a phishing attack from there. About being careful, guys, and that's the main thing. Yeah. But that's going to do it now for that edition of Nerd yeah. to Know Basis. Brian, I tell you, that's our fun. moral for today, guys. It's, it's, <laughs> this this is our fun. version of Sonic Says. Um, <laughs> It's no good. Uh, <laughs> tell you, man, this, this show is the fastest show. I think we we do. It just flies through. Like it's yeah. We need more time. But then again, yes. that would fly through. Um, yes. But if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much for downloading. Spread the word of the podcast. That would help us greatly. If you're listening on Phoenix FM, uh, you know, if you're I'll, listening on iTunes. You can leave us reviews. That actually helps massively. Yeah. Um, if you're able to do that on Apple Podcasts, um. You know, there's no way to rate for Spotify, but just subscribe. Even if you listen on somewhere else, just subscribe. It makes us feel better. 
does it does we do it for you <laughs> Look, and if you can't find if you are listening to us can't find where these are go open up a browser type in nerd to know media.com and i'll take you right through everything you need to know so it's yeah. you can use DuckDuckGo, which we recommend they're not spo- we're not sponsored by them we wish we were but you can, can be if you want to duck, duck yeah. go give us money yeah. <laughs> add us add us, us duck, duck, go. <laughs> um, speaking of add, uh, adding us Brian, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap it up um, so yeah you can catch me on my twitter at uh, cast underscore brin underscore cast um, always uh, check out our good friends over at geeksintheindustry.com and all the fantastic array of uh, podcasts ranging from horror to wrestling to TV to all them good things um yeah and outside of that um yeah just keep reading keep watching okay and i will plug obviously near to know media.com which is our home site um for all the shows i forgot our home (laughs) for for everything that we do here and on phoenix fam uh let's plug geek ireland as well thanks for the news guys uh Mm. let's plug our um friends of the show on phoenix fm genius hacks Mm. Uh, that's a very interesting show. We're working on a crossover episode, so you know that's going to be pretty cool. Those guys are super, super nerdy and super geeky when it comes to technology. So yeah. uh, you know, keep an eye out for you know stuff that we're going to do with them in the future. And again, my Twitter is at Dara WV, um, and you can just send over your comments, hate mail, love mail, whatever you want to there, yeah. and we'll read just them. Not spam mail. We get enough. Yeah, or or phishing email. We don't want. Actually, them. no. Do send us your fish emails. <laughs> <laughs> send us the print anyway. We yeah. we do it. actually. Send, yeah, send us your phishing mails and send us any kind of scam mails because we will reply to them and we will let you know how they get on, how they go. <laughs> There is a um, there is a contact link directly as well on uh, neartonomedia.com, so you don't even need to yeah. open up an email browser. You can just do it all direct there. Yeah. So, guys, until next week, um, this has been Air to Low Basis here on Phoenix, 92.5 FM. For Bryn, we'll see you then. Bye. Okay, so you're catching us on the podcast and you want to find out, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, the TuneIn app has you covered. That's TuneIn. Just look for Phoenix 92.5 FM and you'll be able to check us out live. Don't forget, if you want to contribute to the conversation, go over to Twitter. nerd to know 92.5 is our Twitter. That's nerd 2 the number 2. No, 92.5 is our Twitter for the show. If you want to chime in, you can. Every Saturday, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Don't forget to check out Nerd to Know Bases here on Phoenix 92.5 FM with myself, Daryl O'Connor, and Bryn O'Rourke for everything nerd culture, video games, comics, and so much more. That's Nerd to Know Bases, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. every Saturday here on 92.5 Phoenix FM. from the Blanchistan Centre. This is Phoenix FM 92.5.